Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Somebody say, put it all on. Come on. Doesn't say put part of it on. Come on, it doesn't say put a couple pieces on. You got to put it what? All. All on. All on. Amen. Praise the Lord. Throughout this series, we come to understand that we are in a spiritual battle. Amen. And the battle is not between us. Tell your neighbor, it's not between us. Tell your spouse, it's not between us. Come on, you got to understand, it's not between us, amen. Uh, come on, uh, come on, it's not between flesh and blood, amen. Though it may seem, it's against the enemy, listen, who wants to take us down. He wants to divide and he wants to conquer, he wants to divide our nation. But let me tell you, he wants to divide the church. And what took place at the Capitol, uh, amen, if you've seen that, it's so sad for our nation. Come on, it makes us look pretty bad. Makes us look really divided. And the enemy is just laughing, amen. It may seem, church, at this time it's, it's the Republicans against the Democrats or against a certain group of people. But I'm here to let you know that this is a spiritual battle. This is a spiritual battle, church. So we must say, I must. We must stand in unity and put it all on. We have put on five pieces of God's armor so far. And it's to help us, amen, to overcome our enemy and to stand in victory. Understand, church, that life, listen, life is a fight. Come on, somebody. I said life is a fight. It is a battle that we constantly war with, amen. We live in an unfriendly and negative world. And with that, church, will cause a fight. But we have to fight the right fight. Tell your neighbor, fight the right fight. We have two more pieces to put on, church. So I want you to turn to our text in Ephesians chapter 6 and go down to verse 14. Ephesians chapter 6, 14. 14 through 17. 14. <laughs> Here we go, amen. Hallelujah. Jesus, help me. Hallelujah. It says, Stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness, having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith, with which you are able to Quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. We are to put on and take up. Somebody say, put on, take up. One more time. Put on, take up. Come on. The sword of the Spirit is the Word of God. The Word, His Word, church, is without error. It is flawless and without blemish. His word is absolute, meaning it is complete and not limited to any shape or form, church. It has unlimited power and it stands apart. It is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, church. Come on, somebody. Psalms 19 verse 7 says, The law of the Lord is perfect. Converting the soul, the testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. Hebrews chapter 4.13 says this, For the word of the Lord, or the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. It penetrates into dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and the attitude of the heart. The Living Bible says this, God's word, listen, 
exposes who you really are. God's word exposes who you really are. Come on, the word of God is essential. The essential character of God. It is the very essence of God. His nature, nothing is complete without it. Psalms 30, verse 5 through 6 says this. Every word of God proves true. He is a shield to all, say all, who come to him for protection. Do not add to his word or he may rebuke you and expose you as a liar. His word, church, is complete, meaning that you don't need to add to it, amen. God does not need your help. Come on, somebody. Just preach God's word, not your word. Come on, he does not need your help, or you don't need to take away from it. It does not lack, church. It has all the necessary parts or steps for essential or eternal life. Revelations chapter 22, 18 says this. I solemnly declare to anyone who hears the words of prophecy written in the book, if anyone adds anything to the written book here, God will add that person the plagues described in the book. Woo. And it says if anyone removes any of the words from the prophecy, a book of prophecy, God will remove the person's share in the tree of life in the holy city that is described in the book. Adding or taking away from his word, church, is a no-no. Tell your neighbor, no-no. No-no. Come on, God's word is authority. Come on, it has power to give orders and make decisions. It has powers to direct our lives. And with that authority, we are to obey and respect God. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 2 says this, Hear, O heavens, hear, O earth, for the Lord has spoken. In other words, hear what I say and do what I say, for I have spoken. See, as you read the word of God, amen, we have to take here, we have to take heed to it, amen. We have to hear his word and not just hear it, but we have to be doers. Come on, we got a lot of hearers, but sometimes we don't have a lot of doers. We know what we need to do. But we have to do it. Come on. You can quote all the scriptures you want, man. But if you're not applying it, you're not doing it. See, we have to do. We have to receive and say, God says, God says, God says. And we have to apply it to our lives. Can somebody say amen? His word is sufficient, meaning it provides anything in all that we need. Come on. Somebody say amen. 2 Timothy chapter 3, uh, 15 to 17 says, says this, You have been taught with the Holy Scriptures from childhood, and they, uh, they, have been, they have given you the wisdom to receive the salvation that comes by trusting in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. It is sufficient, church. There's nothing more that you need but God's word. God's word is efficient. It produces what it says, meaning that his word, say his word, his word is fruitful. Isaiah chapter 55, 11 says this, In the same way, my word, I will send it out, and it will always produce fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to, and it will prosper everywhere I send it. Hallelujah. Come on, as he speaks, amen, uh, it produces, church. Uh, he speaks it, and when he sends it out, amen, and when he sends it out in your life, uh, when he sends it out in a church, uh, when he sends it out in the city, it will produce uh, what he sent it out to produce. Come on, church. Uh, you got to believe God. Uh, that if you're standing on his promises, uh, it will produce fruit. God's word is divine. It's his very nature, amen. It's very good, amen. It produces directly or proceeds directly from the mouth of God because anything that comes from God is good. 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 20 says this, Knowing this, that no prophecy of Scripture 
is of any private interpretation. For the prophecy never came by the will of man, but by holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. The word of God, amen. You got to understand uh, that it, it is, uh, it is uh, uh, let me say this word right, amen. Uh, determinate? Uh, no. Determine native. Determinative. <laughs> Hallelujah. Meaning, listen, church, <laughs> we believe it. I'm not trying to make a word up here. I'm not trying to make up a word, amen. So I always want to make sure I'm saying the right word out here, amen. Hallelujah. But meaning, what a person does with the word of God, listen, determines his relationship with God. John chapter 8, 47 says, anyone who belongs to God listens gladly to the words of God. But you don't listen because you don't belong to God. Let me say that again. Anyone who belongs to God listens gladly to the words of God, but you don't listen because you don't belong to God. See, it determines relationship. If you listen, let me tell you, you have a relationship. But if you don't, there is no relationship. Rebellion and relationship don't go, church. You got to listen if you want to have a relationship with God. You got to do what God is saying you do, amen, or what you need to do. I mean, our text says in Ephesians chapter 6, 17, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. See, all the armor. The five pieces that we have put on so far, church, or are taken up to this point, have all been defensive armor. But the sword, come on, somebody. But the sword. But the sword. But the sword of the Spirit is something different, amen. Come on, all the other armors were defensive, amen. But the sword is defensive, but also offensive. Come on, the, the sword, amen, can protect, but it can also attack. Come on, the sword, amen, is something that's special, amen. This is something, amen, that's a little different from the other pieces, amen. Come on, we're here to fight back, amen. You can defend with the word of God, amen, when the devil comes lying, but then you can strike back what God's word says. Some of you guys still have your sword in a sleeve, and all you're doing is fighting dull. And it's not penetrating. It's not scaring the devil. It's not doing nothing. Some of you guys need to take it off. Take it up and fight. Come on. You're going to have to defend your home. You're going to have to defend your marriage. You're going to have to defend and say, no, no, no. That's not what God's word says. You defend from the lies and you strike back with the word. Fight, church. Fight the right fight. And here he's giving us uh, the sword of the spirit, amen. Uh, the last piece of armor that is both for defense and offense, amen. Can I let you in on something? Jesus, somebody say Jesus. Jesus was, a, was an expert swordsman. Oh, come on. Come on, I'll give you an example. He used the word of God to defend himself in Matthew chapter 4. Come on, remember uh, when Jesus was in the wilderness? Uh, remember when he was fasting, amen, 40 days uh, and 40 nights? Not three days, hallelujah, we do a three-day. He does 40 days, amen, 40 days and 40 nights, amen. Come on, imagine after that fast. Here you see Jesus, I mean, come on, he was hungry. He was tired. He was lonely. He was by himself. There was no crowd. There was no disciples. The father was silent. And so this was the best time for the enemy to attack. The enemy came to attack three areas in Jesus' life. He came to attack the body, the soul, and the spirit. But in those three areas, Jesus responded with the sword. 
Jesus responded with a word. Come on, somebody. Jesus responded and fought back. He defended himself, but he fought back. It is written. It is written. It is written. Hallelujah. Come on. It is written. Amen. Come on. Each time, each lie came, he defended himself, but he fought back with the word of God. Church, are you fighting back with the right sword? Because our lips are not the sword, church. Our words are not the sword. Cussing each other out is not the right sword, church. Come on, somebody. Come on. We tear each other up, man. We're the only army that wounds, wounds other soldiers. Our own soldiers. Come on. We, we, we beat up our own soldiers. Come on. We're supposed to be fighting the fight, the right fight, the right, the enemy. Amen. We're, we're in battle with each other. Cutting each other's up. I'll do slow motion. Boomerang it. <laughs> I can't say it. Come on, we got to use the word, church. The devil came and came. If you're the son of God and all this other stuff, and he was just boom, boom, and he says, it is written, it is written, it is written. Oh, man, I, I, got, I got, oh, I, I, I'm, I'm imagining that day. Jesus wasn't nice, amen. I mean, he went, it is written, you know what he says. Yes. Come on. He, 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 he stood with authority with the word of God. Come on, we, we, we stand in and we say, hey, it is written, devil. And the devil knows you don't believe that word. And he stands there and he mocks you and he keeps on, and you keep talking to him. You keep negotiating with him. You keep, you keep on just listening to him instead of saying, it is written, it is written, it is written. Get out of my house, devil. Get out of my marriage, devil. Get out, get out, get out, get out. Come on. Kick the devil out of your mind. Kick the devil out of your situation and fight back with the word of God. It is written, it is written, it is written. I just hope this doesn't fly out. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank God we got some good assurance in this place. Amen. See, the Bible says that as the Lord stood, as Jesus stood on the word of God and defended it and spoke with authority, the devil departed. The devil departed church. And when you stand in your authority and you stand with the written word of God and you declare it over your situation, I mean, that devil has to leave. Because there's power. Somebody say power in the word of God. It says the devil left him. And then the angels came to attend him. Let me tell you, each time you stand up for what is right, God will bless you. Come on, God will send his angels, amen, to comfort you. God will be there to remind you, you did good, son. You did good, amen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't it feel good when you do the right thing? Don't it feel good when you stand on the word of God, amen? When you say, God, you said, you said, you said, and it comes to truth, amen? Come on, you stand up, and he comes, and he sends his angels, his cheerleaders, to say, good job. Woo! Am I the only one that does that? Man, when I do good and he comes and pats me on the back, I'm like, woo! Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's next? You get a little brave sometimes. What's next? Come on, devil. Jesus was a master swordsman. Jesus knew how to use the sword of the Spirit. Why? Because Jesus knew the word. He knew the scriptures, church. This was his sword. See, this sword looks like it can't do anything, but let me tell you, it'll cut. Come on. This is the word that we use, church. This is the sword of the Spirit right here. Because this is the word, church. It's the breath of God. You start reading this, and he breathes breath inside of you. Oh, my Lord. He breathes in when you feel you're all dead and running out of breath and can't breathe on your own. The situation's too much. Amen. Man, the lungs open up. Amen. God starts doing something when you use the word of God. 
When you start to speak it, amen, and say it is written, it is written, it is written. Come on. Jesus used the word from the book of Deuteronomy. Jesus defeated the devil and whooped his butt with the book of Deuteronomy. Come on, church. Come on, he brought it out, the word of God, and, and the devil split, amen, with his tails in between his legs. <laughs> Come on, does the devil scamper with you? Get out of here. <laughs> Get out, devil. You got to stand. You got to believe. You got to know your word. That's why you got to know the word of God. Tell your neighbor, you need to know the word. Come on. Not only do you need to know it, you need to know how to use it properly. Because if you don't use it properly, how many know that you can hurt somebody? I need a demonstrator. Come here. <laughs> I'm just playing. I don't trust myself. I mean, <laughs> I don't want to take that responsibility. Second Timothy chapter 2, 15 says this, do your best, say my best, to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who does not do be ashamed, who correctly, correctly, correctly handles the word of truth. How many know that we need to handle this? Come on, this word is to build up, not tear down. And there's a lot of people in the church that use his word to tear down people and to be elevated higher. This word is to edify, build, encourage, equip church. It's to help each other. It says to help each other. We got to make sure that we're using this word correctly. Come on. Not quoting his word, but living his word. Church, there's a lot of quoters out there. Not a lot of livers. Livers. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> you stay with me long enough, church, you understand my thinking. Amen. You don't judge me. Hello. You don't take it. You don't you don't take it to the bank. Pastor said, liver. Hallelujah. <laughs> You flow with me, church. You be in the same spirit, right? As long as we're in the same spirit, the word's coming forth, church. See, the word in the Greek is, is redma. Not, get, not krema, rema. <laughs> rema. Which means the written word, amen. The spirit is always in harmony, listen, with the written word of God. So let's look at the sword of the spirit. If you notice this, if you look at the sword of spirit, it's a capital S in spirit. Amen? Now, this is not referring to our spirit or the spirit realm. It's referring to the third person in the Trinity, the Godhead, which is what? The Holy Spirit. Come on, somebody. It is a sword. Listen. It is a sword. Amen? It is his gift. Say, say, say his gift. This is the Holy Spirit's gift to us. The sword of the Spirit. It's a gift from Him to us, church. Come on. I want you to think about this. A sword was given to us by the Holy Spirit. And when we are using a spiritual sword, we are exercising the Word of God in spiritual warfare. When you became a Christian, when you became a disciple, when you came to the altar of God and you asked Jesus to be Lord and Savior of your life, you were given a sword. He gave us all a sword. He equipped you right there. He baptized you in the Holy Spirit. He, he gave you the, the armor, amen. He gives you the sword right there, amen. Come on, you were given a sword. Our sword is the Word of God. Come on, this is our sword. Every, every disciple needs to have their sword. Come on, somebody. Though unbelievers, listen, though unbelievers may have or own a Bible, doesn't mean that the truth is inside of them. 
When, when the believer has the truth, it makes the Bible more meaningful. Amen. Our sword becomes more powerful, which brings forth the truth of God. So when we are using this sword, it becomes effective in our lives, amen. Something starts to happen powerfully within our lives, amen, and the truth starts to flow within us. Can somebody say amen? See, the perfect example of this is the story of the seven sons of Sceva in Acts chapter 19. Come on. They tried to use the sword of the Spirit without having a relationship with God. Come on now. They, they, they were trying to cast out demons using the words of Paul, amen, using his sword, come on, sort of speaking, but the spirit was not resident inside of them, church. Their words were meaningless and their sword was powerless. So they stood there not understanding the word because there was no relationship with God, amen. And they were trying to cast out demons. And I cast you out in the name of Jesus, who Paul speaks about. They're, not, they're taking it on, on giving the credit to Paul. They have no, 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 no confidence within themselves, amen. And the enemy laughed at them. And then kicked their butts, stripped them naked, and threw them outside. Woo. It's like you come in here and you try to be all holy and you try to be all this and all that and you're trying to do something for God and trying to pray for people where you don't have no relationship with God and then he'll come and say, who are you, amen? Paul, you know, Jesus I know, Paul I know, I know Pastor Art, amen, but who are you? And he'll throw you out and he'll embarrass you. He'll call you, he'll, come on. When you come to the devil, you better, you better, if you're saying some words, amen, you better be living those words. You, you got to back it up. Somebody say, back it up, back it up, back it up. <laughs> I ain't going to do that again. You got no cameras out there? You, you're too late, amen. <laughs> catch it on, catch it on Facebook, amen. Hallelujah. You're going to have to back it up. Come on, if you're going to talk to talk, Eventually, you're going to have to back up that talk. You can talk all you want on bad, on all this, amen, and then you're going to have to really face a guy that's going to challenge you. Come on, if you're talking the talk, amen, one of these times the devil's going to challenge you, amen, and you're going to have to stand on the written word of God, amen, and if you say it is written, you stand with the authority that God has given you, then you will prevail, amen. If not, he will embarrass you. They stood there using Paul's lingo, Paul's sword, and the enemy laughed at them. Come on, it's like quoting scriptures that we don't quite understand. Come on, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus that my pastor talks about. There's no relationship. You cast him out because you know Jesus. Come on, you stand on that. The Bible says that the natural man and the fleshly man cannot understand the things of the Spirit. That's why Jesus told his disciples that when I go back to the Father, I'm not going to abandon you, but I'm going to send you a comforter. I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit, amen, and he's going to teach you all things. Somebody say all things. He's going to teach you all things, and he will bring all things to mind, things spoken to you. Church, it is the Spirit of God who lives in each believer that makes the Word of God powerful, effective, quick, and alive. When you become a believer, when you receive the word of God, the spirit of God becomes our resident teacher. The Holy Spirit lives right here. I'm the temple of the Holy Spirit. And he comes and he teaches me. I don't stand in my own, own authority. I don't stand in my own power or my name, whatever it is, amen. I, I rely on the Holy Spirit. I rely on him. I listen to him. I follow his instructions. He's my friend. He's my encourager. When I make mistakes, he's the first one there. That wasn't right, son. I know. When he speaks to that, I don't need to argue him. I already know. I already know I messed up. I already know I should, should not have said it that way. I already know. Amen. He's my teacher. He's teaching me. We got to listen to him. Come on. He's there. That is the sword of the spirit. He's there to teach us, church. And when you combine the two, amen, the, the spirit and the sword, it becomes a powerful weapon, listen, uh, in the hands of a Christian soldier. 
When you combine the Word and the Spirit, church, it becomes powerful. You become powerful. You become that soldier. You stand and say, you know what? It's, it's been a hard fight. Come on. It's like someone come out of the, the battlefields and say, how is it out there? Oh, man, it's rough. Whew, man. Oh, my Lord. It's going to take a knee right now just for a moment. Amen. But, man, it's, 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 it's a fight out there. But God's winning. I say God is winning. Oh, God is winning. Amen. Come on. Hallelujah. Let me just get a little breather here, God. Give me a little reminder of who you are. And then you get back up and you go back into battle again. It's like we sang that song, we go from glory to glory. Well, before you can go to glory to glory, you got to go from battle to battle. It's a fight, church. I wish I could stand up here and just say, you know what? Give your life to Jesus. Maybe you'll have a maximum of five fights as long as you keep coming to PCLV. Because this, this church is just way too anointed, amen, you know. <laughs> and you'll be okay. No. It'll be a fight. When, when someone comes and says, oh, pastor, you know what? I, I stood up, man. I said, well, good, 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 good. Get ready for the next one. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah, there's more coming. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Keeps coming, church. But if you keep using the sword right, and you defend right, and you strike right, and you stand with a written promise and say it is written, it is written, it is written. Let me tell you, you'll stand in victory. Come on, the angels will become, amen. They'll attend you, amen. They'll refresh you, and you're like, yeah. That was good, amen. Round one. I mean, some of us are round 359 or whatever it is, amen. Come on, we're just round after round, amen. For warriors, amen, this is 40 rounds of rounds, amen. 40 rounds. Another round. Oh, yeah, come on. This is, come on, 1,300 and whatever, amen. Hallelujah. After that, you just lose count. It's a fight. We're fighting, amen. I mean, I don't know. We're fighting today. Come on, devil. <laughs> you got to go outside. Already swing. Come on, devil. Where are you? Come on. Yeah, I know you're gonna pick. You're gonna do something. Let's just let's, let's get it over with. Let's go right now. Let's just do this. Let's fight. I don't like fighting. No, no. You got to like to fight. Come on. You liked how to fight in the streets, amen. When you're in the world, oh, yeah, you got to be a big, big tough fighter. We get saved and we become whims. Oh, I don't like fighting no more. I'm a lover now. Come on. God made you a warrior. Come on. You're a warrior, man of God. You're a warrior, women of God. Amen. Some of the women are standing with more armor than guys. Hallelujah. There's a problem there, church. Come on, some of our women are leading us in this battle, amen. And we're back there saying, go ahead, baby, fight them, take care of them. Come on, guys. Let's take position. Come on, enjoy this fight. Come on, once you start enjoying this fight, you, you, you come on, it, it, the battles become a little bit more easier to handle. They don't go away, church. But you stand in the confidence of God. You, you stand in by using the sword of the spirit. You start doing the, the right things. And let me tell you, when you start doing the right things, you feel good. I said, you feel good. You know, every time every time I go in to work, amen, and, you know, there's always chaos. There's always fighting and sales. And they start your sale. Nah, 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 nah. And they say, and I come in. He goes, how's your day? All right, I almost say, my day's always good. I woke up. I thank Jesus. I woke up today. Hallelujah. I got another day of life. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't care. I don't worry what's to come. My God will provide. My God will take care of me. His word sustains me, church. I don't need to be hunting. I don't need to be begging for, for bread. Amen. My father takes care of me. I don't get caught up in all the politics. I don't get caught up in all the fights. Amen. I, I stay there. I say, I know who I belong to. His word says, it is written, it is written, it is written. Church, know your God. Don't just know about him. Know what he can do for you. Oh, come on. Just knowing God is one thing, amen, but knowing what he can do, whew, that's another thing. And then when you stand on that, that he's going to do it, when you just stand and say, watch, watch. And ah, I'm in the storm. 
And man, you're, people around you are freaking out. And you just say, watch, watch. You know, isn't that boat and that boat's rocking it, man? Let's not be like the disciples freaking out. Why don't we be like what we need to be and say, Jesus, why don't you scoot over because I'm going to lay down next to you. Make me some room on that pillow for me, God, because I'm not going to panic like everybody else. I'm going to lay my, my head on you. Laying right there, right on his chest, and allow him just to caress my hair. Hallelujah. <laughs> and let him just keep telling me, I love you, son. I love you. I know, I know. I love you, too. You have a relationship with Jesus like that? Yeah. I'm telling you, man, when you talk to God like that, and say, God, I love you, and you just want to just get next to him and just have a time of just, just you and him. That is the best feeling, church. Best feeling. With that, we need to use the weapon properly. Come on. You have to use your sword properly, meaning that you need to study the Word of God. Don't wait for Sunday or Wednesday or whatever you have meetings or gatherings, groups. Study yourself approved. Study. Yes, yeah, daily is part of the Lord's Prayer. Give us our daily bread, the manna from heaven. Let's read the Word of God, church. That's why Paul said, that's why Paul spent three years in Ephesus. In Acts chapter 20, Paul says, I have not, I have not ignored the responsibility so that I may declare the Word of the Lord. He wanted to teach this church how to use a sword. That's why my wife and I are here today, amen. We're here to teach you how to use a sword. That's why there are life groups, uh, Deborah's Warriors, the Armory class, uh, to teach others how to use a sword, amen. Uh, the Word of God is the sword of the Spirit. <laughs> Romans chapter 116 says, For I am not ashamed of this good news about Christ. It is the power. Somebody say power. power. And my, just thing, my, my, my computer just took off, amen, somewhere. I don't even know where I'm at. But power, somebody say power. It's the power, church. Power to help us and power to do what it needs to do, amen. So we got to understand, we got to stay focused. Come on, we got to continue to stand in his power, amen. We need to stand in the things that we need to do. And I'm just really lost here, hallelujah. Excuse me. Get my sword, amen. Somebody just pray, hallelujah. Devil, you're a liar. Come on, your pants are on fire. <laughs> and they're hanging on a wire. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'll get there, guys. Found my way. God is good. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. For I'm not ashamed of the good news about Christ. It is the power of God at work saving everyone who believes. See, the sword that the Holy Spirit has given us is used literally to tear souls away from the grip of Satan and put them back into the hands of the living God. Come on, we are to put on the whole armor of God. We are to take up the sword, church. See, the word comforter that, that, that describes the Holy Spirit doesn't mean that he's some big warm blanket. Come on, he doesn't come and hug you and, and just cover you, amen. Comforter literally means with strength. Jesus promised his followers that the comforter will always be there to strengthen you, to help you live courageously, amen, and to snap you out of your pity parties. Oh, come on, somebody, hallelujah. Come on, tell your neighbor, snap out of it. Hallelujah. Come on, he's there to help us. He's there to strengthen us, amen. He's not just there to cover you and baby you, amen, but to tell you, get up, snap out of it, amen. Go forward, keep trusting, keep believing, amen. Come on, I am, according to the word of God, I am the child of God. I am redeemed, I am forgiven, I am saved by grace through faith. I am sanctified, Father God, justified, and one day I'll be glorified, amen. I am a new creation, delivered, 
and empowered. Amen. Come on. I can cast all my cares upon Jesus. I am strong in the Lord because I can do all things through him who strengthens me. I am blessed coming in and I'm blessed going out. Amen. I am an heir of the king. Amen. I am healed by his stripes. Amen. I have authority. I'm not below. I'm not beneath. Amen. I'm above. Come on, somebody. Should I go on? Come on, the word of God says I'm more than a conqueror. I am an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of thy testimony. Nothing can separate me from the love of God. I'm not moved by what I see because I walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. I can, ca I can cast down any imagination that tries to exalt against the knowledge of God. Should I go on? I am. Somebody say, I am. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I am an imitator of Jesus. I am the light of the world in this darkness. Know who you are, church. Know what the written word says about you. Church, there's power in the word of God through the Holy Spirit. It is active. It is sharper than any two-edged sword. Active means alive. Active means alive. It brings things to life, church. His word never brings death. John 10.10 10 says, I've come. This is Jesus speaking. I've come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. But if you go to the verse before that, it says, the thief. We know who the thief is. The devil comes not expect to not comes not expect to only to to kill, steal, and destroy. See, he comes to bring life. Devil brings death. Anything that has to do with him brings death. Come on, what we see in the world is death. Amen. But we are the light of the world. Come on, we are to live and bring life, church. Come on, we are to go into situation and things need to change. Come on, you ever went into a party and it was just dead? This is a party. We need to liven up some things here, amen. Hallelujah. Come on, some of your parties are dead, church. Some of your, some of your thinking is dead. Come on. You need to liven it up with the word of God, amen, and make it a Holy Ghost party, amen. You need to start celebrating, even though you don't see it yet. You need to start celebrating just as the answer's already answered. Come on, knowing it's on its way. You ever been to dead church services? Oh, my Lord. I hope you guys don't say that when you guys leave here. Amen. Come on. You've been a certain man. Uh, you ever been to a religious service? So dead. I mean, you, you, you walked in more alive and you walked dead out of here. I'll never go back there again. Hallelujah. Come on, you want to come to a place that's alive, amen, and know that the Holy Ghost is here, amen. Come on, we need to come in. We need to come in shouting, amen. Come on, we need to take those words. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Let us worship God, hallelujah. Sunday morning should be like, ooh, I can't wait. Come on. Man, you're already laying out your clothes the night before. You got your shoes. You got everything. I, ooh, I can't wait to put you on, hallelujah. Come on, that's how excited we got to be. It's like the first day of school, amen. Woo, I can't wait, I can't wait, I, I can't wait. Hallelujah. Come on, Sister Sarah, look at She put her hair all up. Look, she. I'm not picking on her, but she was posting, I can't wait for church. Because I'm going to get all dude up for God. Hallelujah. Get all dude up, amen. She's not dude up for any of you guys, amen. It's for Jesus. Come on, it's all for Jesus. Come on. You get dressed up for Jesus? Come on. Do you really put on your Sunday best? Come on. Is this really the only day you take a shower? <laughs> I hope not. Amen. Come on. You ever took a little extra time in the mirror and say, you know what? I'm just going to be a little bit more spikier for today. Put a little more gel up for me, amen. Shine. Put a little crema. I'm going to look a little more shinier for you. 
We're dead in that. Sometimes we come in and we're like, ah. I already know, man, that was a rough morning. Or they had a rough morning or something happened there. You can sense it. So people just walking in smiling. Yeah. Praise the Lord. And you got the ones that are just super. Okay, you're, you're doing it too much now. Okay, okay. We believe you're happy. Whoa, 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 whoa. For some reason, the Lord wants me to remind you of this. No. Come on, we should be the happiest people on earth. Come on, you woke up this morning. What a gift. I wake up and say, thank you, Jesus, another day of life. And she's there too. Hallelujah. Double blessing. Double blessing. Hallelujah. Come on. Wake up happy. Happy. We're like, oh, I got a charge. Got an iron. Oh. Man, we should be excited, man. Already ready. Making our plans the night before. Ooh, I can't wait. I'm going to do my latest move. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been practicing that all week. Oh, yeah. I'm going to dance with Jesus today. I'm going to dance. I, you know what? I've been holding back. I've been wanting to jump. I've been wanting to shout amen. But, but the devil's been lying to me, saying, well, you look foolish. Come on, be like David and say, I don't care who laughs at me, amen. I'm going to go worship my God. I'm going to celebrate my Jesus. Come on. Hang on, church. He gave you his word. He gave you his sword, amen. And along with the Holy Spirit, you and I can do great things. Psalms 19, 119, 11 says, I've hidden your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. Psalms 119.9 says, uh, how can a, a young man be cleansed, or how can a young man cleanse his way by taking heed according to his word? Psalms 119.50 says this, this is my comfort in my affliction. Your word, say my word, his word, your word has given me life. Psalms 119.105, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Psalms 119.133 says, direct your steps by your word. Let there be no iniquity that has dominion over me. Psalms 119.160 says, the entirety of your word is truth and every one of your word Every one of your righteous judgment endures forever. Psalms 119, 162 says, I rejoice at your word as one who finds great treasure. His word is good, church. Hang on to the word. Hang on to the sword of the spirit. I'm going to close today because I'm tired. I am tired. I wanted to be excited for Jesus, but I was I'm tired. Whew. God, God, I jump for them, spin for them, and I only get a I only get a few hand claps sometimes. Should I keep on doing it? Amen. I do it not for you. I do it for him. Pick up your sword, church, and put on the whole armor, the whole armor of God. It's all right, man. It's bringing joy to him. Woo! We need, say, I need. We need his word, we need his spirit. And if we're going to be soldiers in the kingdom of, of God, and if we're going to stand in victory, we need to put it all on. Church, we cannot do it with only a couple pieces. I gave you the sixth piece. So each one of you now should be standing as soldiers in this kingdom. We put on the belt of truth. We put on the 
the shoes shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. We put on that breastplate of righteousness. We took up our shield of faith. We took up the helmet of salvation. And now we take up the sword of the Spirit. There's a last piece that a lot of people don't talk about. And I'll talk about next. It's going to take two messages for that. But as we stand in this church, I'm telling you, in 2021, you're going to have victory. In 2021, you're going to have victory over situations. There's going to be declarations that you're going to make over your home by using his written word. Start declaring it now over your children. Start declaring it over your family, over your finances. Start declaring it everywhere over sicknesses. Come on, I'm tired of people dying. I'm tired of people getting affected. We need to claim it. We need to cover it by the blood of Jesus. Come on, by his stripes, church, we are healed. Come on, declare it. Tell the devil you cannot have your way. Sickness, you got to get out in the name of Jesus. Declare the word of God and watch what God does. God is just waiting for Christians to stand up in their faith. Stand up and use the word. It is written. It is written. It is written. Amen. And watch the angels come and heal that situation and heal your mind. Let's all stand up. Amen.